I have so many different charged topics. I'm just trying to figure out which ones are appropriate. Ooh, good. Let's do charged to talk about on the podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by a good friend, www.jimmyjobs.me. Wow, your good friend's a website? Welcome to Mac and Mike in the Morning. This is Mac. I'm Mike. And we are live. Um, my friend actually agreed to write us a theme song. So no. I'm going to play it now. Oh, you're not gonna you're not gonna do it in post. Wow, what a great theme song. That was brought to you by my personal friend, uh, Matt Law. He has his own YouTube channel where he mixes songs. Uh, <laughs> FC of Law. Are you are you plugging your friend's YouTube channel before my YouTube channel, Mike? I don't think we've plugged my yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah, I don't think we've ever plugged point. your YouTube Okay. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, oh. All right. Well, it was fun. I'll see you. All right. To do it so you don't need to make this one perfect. Like with the vlogs, like I'm just like, whatever, like ship it. Because uh, like after this week, it's not going to matter anymore. It's always about the next one. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, what is your like vlog philosophy? Ship it. I don't know. <laughs> My <laughs> vlog like philosophy. It's like the opening. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, this is this might be a, an interesting topic. Um, your to talk vlog about. philosophy. Well, maybe not so much as okay. interesting for you, um, but I think the the reason why I created the vlogs, at least originally was, well, originally it was out of boredom. Like I was like, how can I, uh, you know, make something fun and creative and interesting? And so I started making vlogs, but then it, it evolved and morphed into a way to keep my family and friends up to date on what's going on with my life, especially now that I'm in New York and not in Buffalo anymore. Interesting. Right. So do you find yourself, so <clears throat> at first you were using it to document your life. But now do you find a little bit of like, uh, what is it called, the uh, uh, Heisenberg uncertainty where you start recording something where you want to like, okay, I'm going to record what I do. But ha does, has that started affecting oh, how yeah. you live your life in terms of like, I well, have to do this for the vlog? Yeah. Well, I think actually I was cognizant, I was aware of this while I was recording even the earliest vlogs right. that being recorded changes your behavior and changes what you would do, I mean, obviously, but what you would do on a, like a, a normal day or a non-vlog day, right? Like you, 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 uh, you choose something exciting to do and you decide that you're going to vlog that thing. As opposed to you're going to do it anyways. Right. And, and you I just happen, just happen to, vlog. to have a video Exactly. Camera. And this was one of the reasons why I wanted to start the vlog was to motivate myself to do more interesting things. Oh, wow. This yeah. was before the new experience initiative. This was, this predated the, the NIN. NIN. Um, yeah. Uh, but I was aware of this effect, and I thought it was good at the time. I don't think it's necessarily like there's a bunch of vloggers, Casey Neistat included, um, who I'm sure everyone is thinking of when I'm talking about this, but who, who often call out the fact that people put themselves online in a much better light than they would actually appear in, in regular day-to-day -day life. So do you think that your vlog actually captures uh, more or less your true personality or the, your true you? Oh, interesting. I would say it's pretty close. Um, I think what would be more interesting is to to talk to the people who know me and ask them whether or not it captures the, because it's hard for me to judge. Right. That's a good. That's a good point. Like, uh, I think it. I actually think it does capture uh, a lot of the good parts of you. None of the bad. though. None of the bad. Though. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it's, things that have been cut out of vlogs that. 
Right, because I mean, a little bit too, it's, it's interesting because you are both the recorder and editor, right? So the same goes with this podcast. It must be weird for you because I, we record this, mm-hmm. but I go back and I edit it. No, that's great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that arrangement. Uh, well, it, it is interesting to see what you keep and what you cut, though. Yeah, I right. And so it must be. It must be now thinking about it. Like, well, you must have so much content, especially for video. Yeah. And like, what do you keep? Like, do you think about like when you cut a vlog episode? Because this is a lot different than po- maybe it's not from a podcast. But do you keep um, like? Do you think of like I have to make this narrative of like this is my vlog episode, and like you know I don't want to keep this or this. Yeah. Or, yeah. I. I try. It's really hard. It's really hard to come up with a narrative every day, right? Because my life is not, I guarantee it's it's not a narrative or interesting every single day. Even like every other day, it's not interesting. But you have to <laughs> cut your vlog to, to be, in, yeah. like, in, make your every exactly. day seem interesting. Exactly. Right? That's the really tough part is to come up. So this is this goes back to the same thing, right? I think it's a good thing to push yourself to, to try new things and to sort of create narratives for your own because no one's going to do it for you right no one's going to sit you down and tell you how you should live your life or what kind of narratives you should tell or like what activities you should do throughout the day so if you need to make vlogs to motivate yourself to create narratives for yourself fine that's what i do right but it's like really difficult to do that on a day in and day out basis which is why i stopped doing the daily vlogs and i just like do it once a week or every other week now because it's so it's taxing and tiring to just have to like be exciting or to try new things or to think of things you haven't done yet and so on and so forth it's just exhausting that's uh, a really honest answer <laughs> thank you i'm getting worked up over here yeah i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know i mean like so what's one thing that you did for the vlog that you would say, like one new thing where you say, this was, if you ever thought, like, yeah. I wouldn't do this if I wasn't going to do this for the vlog. I see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was one episode where I put together my Christmas tree blindfolded, <laughs> mostly for views. Um, I would have never in a million years decided to assemble a Christmas tree, a fake Christmas tree blindfolded, assemble it and decorate it. Um, but I'm not upset that I did it. <laughs> it was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, uh, but stuff like that, I don't know. It, like the, it, it has a way of making life more interesting, but at the cost of having to feel fake sometimes or, or feeling fake sometimes. That's really interesting because it's like a little bit of a like existential dilemma in terms of like, yeah. am I just doing this for the vlog or am I just doing this because I want to do something new? And exactly. So it's like this weird uh, sense of self where you're like, am I fake because I'm doing this for the vlog or am I just... Or, recording you know, what I would do otherwise. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's interesting too because you say that it's something that you are pushing yourself to do something new. Right? Yeah. I'm a big believer. Christine's gonna hate this, but I'm a big believer in fake it till you make it. Which the way I interpret that statement is, if you want to do something or you want to accomplish something, and you think that you aren't good enough or strong, whatever, to do that thing, you should just try as hard as you can to do that thing and tell other people that you are capable of doing that thing uh, to, to kind of set yourself up for success. And eventually you will feel prepared and ready to do that thing uh, that you want to do. And it, it's not always just accomplishing something. It's also like uh, different mindsets or different attitudes that you might take, right? So maybe you like really hate, um, I don't know, like a good example for myself is like writing uh, reports or, you know, documentation or something like that. Like just because I hate doing those things now doesn't mean that I will always hate doing them. And I think one of the ways that I will learn to not hate them is by doing them more often. So I'm just like, okay, 
I pretend I like them. I'll just keep doing them, work on it. So, you know, and then eventually you like them and, and you're happy. I will agree with you. I think there's a lot of power with uh, just saying that you are, you know, good at something or you like doing something. And eventually, if you keep saying that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you what's will the, attain it. It's, what's there's uh, a? I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> there's a there's a saying for how your your emotions affect your actions. Everyone understands that, but there's also uh, the the converse, which is that your actions affect your emotions, right? So. Um, if you, I don't know, posture yourself to be angry or grumpy, then you're going to become angry or grumpy. If you posture yourself to be happy, then your emotions will reflect that. And I think most people are aware of the first way and they're, they, you know, uh, go about their daily lives, keeping this in the back of their head. And I would, I would dare to say that most people don't think about the other way around. Let's fake it till you make it approach. Um, yeah, uh, I think you need to come up with a better catchphrase than fake it to make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it rhymes, though, so it's so good. Yeah, maybe something like action becomes emotion. Oh, yeah. no, that doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. But I, no, I, that's a really, I think, powerful idea. Um, uh, and it's, it's also, it's powerful. I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's also, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, disheartening, maybe? I don't know. I feel like it's both powerful and disheartening. And I should, before I before I go on, I should back up and say I have no evidence one way or the other whether or not most people uh, like often think of how their actions affect their emotions. Like I don't know if this is the thing most people do. Like I don't want to appear like a you know like no Gandalf. Yeah, I don't want to appear as a know-it-all. Like a, it's just uh, it's hard to know what other people are thinking. So sometimes I just assume I'm the only one thinking of something. There's actually a good comic strip. I'll have to uh, ask you to, to post in the RSS feed. I don't okay. think you can, but post no, in the I'll RSS feed. No, post in the show notes. Yeah, in the show notes uh, about like people thinking to themselves about how, every, how everyone else around them is not thinking about anything at all. And they all like share a thought bubble. It's kind of interesting. Oh, wow. Well, you'll um, have to share that with me. Anyways, popping back up the stack. Okay. Um, I was going to say it's almost disheartening because of the fact that uh, – it seems to suggest that well, I don't know. This 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 is probably a stretch, but you could be manipulated into feeling certain things. So okay, let me let me go through this this progression, this logical right. progression. Um, and now we're like way out in like Kansas over here. Um, sorry, Kansas. Kansas. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Kansas. Huge bomb. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, so the progression goes like this. Uh, there's structures in society to make people behave a certain way, right? There's rules and laws. You go to work, you have to do certain things. And if you extend that to, uh, well, if, if you take that and you say, okay, my boss can make me do something. And then you take the idea that uh, you doing something can affect how you feel or it can affect your emotion. Then like people have, or your boss in this case, has control over how you're feeling or how you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis just based on what they are instructing you to do or what they're forcing you to do. So it's basically what I'm trying to say is you're less in control of your emotions than, than you would be if your actions couldn't affect your emotions. Well, I think the difference there is what, what you were saying before was uh, you were going, you were forcing yourself to go do something to achieve mm -hmm. uh, some emotion versus now you've changed it to yeah. your boss. Yeah. Whereas I think this is a little bit, your previous, what you said previously, was a little bit more self-driving, yeah. as in like, hey, I'm going to go do a, you know, I'm gonna go, what, what do you do? I don't even know what you do. Shower. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
it's not a good example. <laughs> You're going to go do, uh, uh, put up your Christmas tree blindfolded because it, you want to feel like excitement. Sure. Right? And that is some action to feel some emotion. Yeah. Maybe not the best example. No, no, no. I think it's a good yeah. example. I think I think you're 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 hitting the nail on the head, which is I have stated two conflicting viewpoints. One that uh, it is empowering to think that actions affect emotions, and one that it is not empowering. And I think you hit the nail on the head, which is whether or not it's self-directed action. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a. I think we've reached a good conclusion. Yeah, here. I think I think. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so that so that's a vlog. Um, we'll see whether or not I. You know, in in an ideal world, uh, the vlog is. And I don't know if any of this is going to make the final cut, but in an ideal world, the vlog is me just so happening to record. Well, I don't even know. Honestly, as, as these words are coming out of my mouth, I don't even know if that's ideal because if it were just me recording my life, I guarantee that wouldn't make a good vlog. So I think there has to be some, uh, some sort of you know, constructed narrative in order to make it interesting for people to watch. And I think that's always going to have an effect on what I would have done normally. Like the feeling the need to create a narrative is always going to change what I would have done otherwise. <laughs> this supercharged segment brought to you by www.jimmyjobs.me. <laughs> so how much longer do you think is this maybe this might be too personal no. but how much longer do you think you'll keep the the vlog vlogs coming? Uh, yeah. Down the pipeline. I don't know. I haven't set an end date. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever s- stop the vlogs. I think it's interesting enough and it's also useful enough just to document sort of like what I've been doing with my life um, that I'll probably do one every now and then for as long as I can see. Yeah, I, uh, I I think that's pro- probably really, like, probably for you. I'm going to put words in your mouth. Yeah. But, like, one of the most, um, like, I don't know, cool, useful parts of the vlog for yourself is, like, hey, you've, like, documented your life. Like, for, for I, yeah, yeah. you've know, been doing this for, like, a year, right? Yeah. About um, Ish, a bit yeah. longer, yeah. Um, but it's, like, I'd be, it'd be cool to see, like, footage of me doing things for like <laughs> yeah. an entire year right yeah. like you go back like you're like i dyed my hair orange yeah or you're going for blonde right yeah it's like <laughs> that that's like you know something you do um uh it's interesting because i uh write a lot like write yeah you know yeah. like yeah, yeah. a Word, pen words yeah words yeah um but uh, like I have like notebooks that go back like years, yeah. right? And it's like interesting to go back and like read like what was what, what was what I was doing that day? Like yeah. you know, like just be like the most banal things, like I ate a ham sandwich or something, right? <laughs> um, but it's like it's interesting to have like a human record of yeah. of that, right? Yeah. As opposed to just like just uh, memories or just like oh that happened, right? It's like okay, I thought this was useful enough to like write, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I don't have any like profound like statements on this other than. So I think the well no no, no I think I think you actually brought up a lot of good topics. Um, this vlog episode is going to be so long. By the way, it's a podcast. Um, the first is uh, the memories bit. So I think there's. I mean, this is like a three-hour conversation that we can't possibly fit into podcast. But it's interesting to think whether or not memories are better. Uh, left being memories or whether or not they're better like being recorded for posterity like is it better to just remember it as you thought it was or to remember it as it actually was um like in the general case um 
That's a good point. Um, so it fits into this okay. larger conversation. I'm getting myself worked up. Yeah, like, I'm like flailing my arms. It, it fits into this larger conversation, um, or this longer, larger thread um, that came up when I was reading this book on how to remember things, which is remembering is one of the very few things that make us makes us uniquely human. Well, I mean, like other animals and species have humans, but it's, but it's a very big part of the human experience is having memories. And if you could externalize all of your memories, uh, sure, that's great. You can like, you know, see exactly what happened, but it would make you less human to do so. So if instead of, you know, spending the effort and time to remember things, if you just wrote it all down somewhere, recorded it in a vlog so you didn't have to remember it, you'd actually be making yourself less human uh, by doing so. Well, less human if you didn't also have those memories. That's interesting. Internally. Um, okay. I have a lot so to pause, unpack there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bob, huge bombshell, <laughs> as we like to say. Um, so uh, coming a little back full circle. So I got my first smartphone in 2000, <laughs> at the end of 2012. How did you rope that back in here? Uh, I will tell you how I roped that back yeah. in. Um so with that, with getting a smartphone, also came with getting a camera, a, mm-hmm. a pretty good high quality camera. Yeah. And so from you know the beginning of my life until 2012, I had you know a camera, but I didn't always have it on me. Yeah. And so the photos I had were just like few and far between. Mm-hmm. And from 2012 till now, I have a ton of photos because I have my camera essentially on me at all times, right? Sure, yeah. And so sometimes I'll just go back and look at you know photos through on my phone because you know it's been on my phone for you know, the yeah. past six years or whatever, and it's like there will be photos of things that I wouldn't normally remember, yeah, right? But yeah. that photo like essentially has captured that memory of you know like. That day, I was, you know, doing something dumb. You know, I was having, like, mac and cheese or something. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I had ice cream at this place. It's like, oh, wow. And that triggers a memory yeah. of your brain where otherwise just would have been, like, lost to the ether, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's interesting to think about, like, nowadays, like, with the all these recording devices mm-hmm. just, like, around, right? Yeah. Like, how much more we are remembering yeah. than we were, you know, before we had them. Yeah. And is that, like... Uh, I, you called it like human or not, or is that even like healthy from like a psychologically uh, like human, right? Or are yeah. we changing because of this? It's like so interesting to me. Yeah, that is interesting. It like it feels like uh, without like externalizing your memories, you're kind of remembering nodes, right? Like, right. But now that everything has been externalized, the nodes are kind of in that off off you know off brain storage, and if you remember certain edges, then a node can take you to some other node that you wouldn't have otherwise, you know been aware of or remembered right i also think uh like the memories that you remember normally like most of my strongest memories from you know whatever grade school or whatever are like attached to highly charged like emotional events or something (laughs) right yeah you know yeah um Uh, and so it's like those were the things that you would typically remember right and now it's just filled with like garbage like this you know went to get ice cream on March 13th, 2014. <laughs> it's just yeah. like something dumb, right? Yeah. So like, well, how are we changing how we like think? And uh, it's a pretty interesting topic. Actually. Yeah. I feel like it'd be really difficult to study scientifically. I feel like, yeah, I feel like we could, we could ask the question, but I feel like it's difficult to know the answer because no one would go through like the scientific rigor required to answer it, right? Yeah, I guess I think a little bit more of like how it would affect um, like 
how we act, right, psychologically, like the choices. Am I making different choices in life now because I remember something that, you know, I did like oh, interesting. three, four, five years ago. That's interesting, right? yeah. Like, uh, uh, I feel maybe a little bit with this new <laughs> yeah. initiative experience, new experience initiative, yeah. right? That like, oh, I've done all this before and I know that I've done all this because yeah. like I have some documentation of it, whether it's like an email or, you know, a like, photo or like something, right? Yeah. On this day, right, right I did right, this, right. right? And so now do I feel this need that like the world is boring because I constantly like have this feeling that, I'm not going and doing new things yeah. because I have like more and more of these like extraneous memories. Yeah, that's a tough one, right? I would, I'm, I'm like, tempted to say no. Like, I would hope the world would still stay interesting, even if you've already done all this stuff. Like, I feel like the world is so big that you could do something new every day. And I, I mean, I'm, this is not a di- like disagreeable point. Like, obviously, you could do something new every day, but it is interesting to think about. It kind of reminds me of like a trailing average, like where your actions are just the trailing average of your memories. Right. And so as you're extending that average, like your actions are being uh, like curtailed to to reflect uh, the, the other memories you're, you're remembering. Stay tuned. See, we're leaving them with suspense. Uh, come back uh, for episode four, where we reveal what kind of phone I got. Also, I'm supposed to get a haircut tonight. Don't let me forget, after this podcast, I have to go get a haircut. All right. Uh, We'll tell Alexa to remind you. Alexa, remind Mac to get a haircut at 8 (laughs) p.m. Two-hour podcast.